This is the Apocalypse Survival Guide. We are here to help you survive the apocalypse. Which apocalypse, you ask? All of them, from A to Z. Each week we cover a different type of apocalypse and give you advice on how to survive. The rules are simple. We choose an apocalypse depicted in a movie and cover how you could survive that type of apocalypse. So stock up on supplies and get ready to survive. Hi, I'm Drew. I'm Frank. And welcome to The Bunker. All right, this week's episode, uh, we're moving on to F, the letter F, and we're talking... This type of apocalypse is fossil fuels, and the movie example we're using is the classic, and I actually mean it in this case, Mad Max 2, a.k.a. The Road Warrior, or The Road Warrior, or Mad Max 2, The Road Warrior. I've seen it written three different ways. It's kind of all over the board, but that is the example that we have today. Um, I guess starting off with the uh, disaster strengths like we do. Everything is a wasteland. Everything is gone. Everything is used up. Um, everything is scarce. Uh, society has crumbled. You're, you're, um, you have roving gangs that have banded together to survive. Um, fuel is a precious commodity along with all your other resources that we'll get into later. So basically this is kind of, uh, I guess you could almost say like a worst case scenario. In that, uh, I know they mentioned in the uh, beginning that can't, they resorted to cannibalism at some point. There was some epic war that caused a whole bunch of death. And at this point in the movie, everything is scarce. So uh, this is a fossil fuel apocalypse and how they survive. Um, I mean, this is, again, not something I think that the, the term that you like to use that I like is this is kind of a defensive apocalypse and that you're not fighting the apocalypse because yeah. it's already happened you're just struggling to survive in the world that you have now yeah and for this one for strengths i have you know humans are really the real enemy if you're gonna put in name on an enemy and this one uh humans in almost any apocalypse that we do humans are always a secondary enemy even if it's you know whatever the original one is you always got to deal with humans, but yeah, that's that's your real enemy because again, defensive, not offensive. What are you going to do? You're out of fossil fuel. You're not fighting anything. I agree. I think in this case, um, if uh, you had, uh, say, a farm, um, any type of something to sustain yourself and your family, maybe a small group, with these roving gangs, they're going to come in and take it, like they tried to take the fuel, the petrol, mm-hmm. um, from this. Uh, I guess we call it a fort around the last fuel pump or the last oil, whatever the, was the oil well, the whatever fort. thing. Yeah, yeah, is there a little compound surrounding the, uh, what do they call those damn things? The well, oil well, yeah, hammer, the pump. There's thingy a word pumper. For that. Is it an oil well, am I thinking? Yeah, that's the thing. But the the the, the hammer looking thing that goes up and down is that a dyke, an oil dyke? Hey, now, um, I don't I'm care. Not, no, who I'm you... not getting into the. I'm not being. Oh, I was gonna say, I don't care what you do on your personal time. Yeah. <laughs> we don't judge. I'm just, you know, oh, uh, the blowjob machine because those things bobbing up and down. I don't know. 
But uh, yeah, they, so they found one that they was still working or that they were able to get working. Mm-hmm. And so they built some type of compound for it around it. Um, because obviously vehicles are still working. Uh, Mad Max has still got his, his badass police cruiser. Um, and then the roving gang still have motorcycles and kind of augmented, souped-up cars. Uh, so obviously fuel is still important, so you can still travel from, I don't know where you're going, but from point A to point B, or you're trying to find stuff. I'd go far from there, wherever the hell they're going, because the place that they're in sucks, which brings up one of my whole theories with this whole thing. Yeah, one of the bad parts of it is it's apocalyptic wasteland, but why? What? I think they're just in a really shitty area. <laughs> I think they're just too fucking stupid to drive their little motorcycles and dune buggies a couple hundred miles in a different direction because we didn't always operate on fossil fuels. Hell, it's not only been within the last couple hundred years that we've used fossil fuels. Before that, uh, people lived and survived and society went on and they farmed and made food and all kinds of other cool shit to stay alive with no fossil fuels. So what you're telling me is you think like if they go a couple thousand miles, there's like the Caymans and they got pina coladas and, you know, or those postcards that the people pull out the, of where they're going when they leave the compound. So And allegedly, spoiler, if you haven't seen a movie that was made over 20 years ago, at the end when the survivors from the fortress, the fort, the compound, whatever you call it, they like get to their destination. Like fort. fort. We'll go with Fort. We'll because, call it a Fort. Yeah. When they get to their destination, they say how great it is and the, the great northern tribe and they're surviving now. And they So apparently whatever they were looking for, and it may not be people, but let's say it's got fresh water, mm-hmm. which means that you can grow ve- – there's some, some vegetation there. Obviously, there's no vegetation in the area they're in. Mm-hmm. Um, there's obviously something they can sustain, uh, sustain themselves because they're the great northern tribe, and this the little feral kid grows up to be the leader. Mm-hmm. And so obviously if he could grow up, he had to eat and survive. And so obviously they went to someplace better. So right. I don't know if they're in like uh, – I mean, I know it's supposed to be shot in Australia, but let's say is it a, a wasteland caused by a nuclear war? If that case is radioactive, which means you're probably fucked anyway. Yeah. Or is it just they're in a desert environment? Is it, you know, and why? Why did they, why is everyone in the wasteland? That's the thing I don't get. Did they just, yeah, the I, cities were overrun, they took off, and they didn't try to go back? That, I just don't understand why the, the roving gang of gay Mohawkians, uh, which which I have is another strength on here, by the way, but I'll, I'll get to that. I don't understand why they don't just fucking leave. They there is one compound that they had recently discovered in this movie. It's not like that that was their their sole purpose in life is this compound. They just recently discovered it and they were trying to break into it. Otherwise, the fuck are they doing out there? Just I mean, driving through. Yeah. Hey, uh, you want to take a drive? See what we can find. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I, I got another thing for the gang that we'll get to. But, we'll, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's what 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 kind of confounds me is. Um, Fuel is scarce, which it would happen in a real apocalypse. You don't have people producing fuel. You can't just go to the well, Seven Eleven, but you can't go to the local gas station, the Shell or the BP or whatever you use. Pull up, swipe your card, or even drop cash, fill up your tank, and drive to the next one. I mean, you're whatever you got is what you got. But and I, if the fuel is very scarce, but they still got a whole shit ton of vehicles that are just driving all over the place. All the time. All the fucking time. That seems to be all they do is fucking just drive around. Yes. Until what? They had come across 
Mad Max or someone like him. How often is that? You're in the middle of a fucking wasteland. You're probably going to see one passerby like every couple months, but it's, it doesn't change the fact that they're still driving around all the time. Well, and I don't Bad get plan uh, at the beginning. It starts off with basically after all the recap of Mad Max one is Max is driving and he's getting chased by the I called him a BDSM gang. You could have to. <laughs> um, I get it. Ba- all right, I called him a BDSM gang. Basically, here's what I think uh, happened. That's fucking. Perfect. I think there's a Fifty Shades of Grey book club, <laughs> and they were out there, and the apocalypse started. And like, what are we gonna do? What if we make a gang and go kill people? Sounds good to me. <laughs> but anyway, so this BDSM gang, the Fifty Shades crew, is chasing him down. Obviously, to kill him, rape him, who knows? Steal his gas, steal his resources. Definitely. But where the? F- but where? Yeah, definitely rape. They're very rapey. I threw yeah. that in there. Yeah. Very rapey. Yeah. So. They're chasing him down. Where the fuck did they come from? I mean, for where Max encounters him, he kills all of them, but the ass-exposed Mohawk guy, which... Oh, my God. Captain, anyway. Captain Assless Chaps. Yes. I put that as a strength of them, by the way. Okay. Hold up. What? You don't have any, do you? No. Okay. There's no such thing as assless chaps. They're just chaps. Otherwise, they're pants. That's a great point. I'm I'm not trying to be a dick, but no, that's right. one of my. I've always heard them called asses. They're chaps, called asses chaps because it's funny. Right. But if they weren't, if they're assless, they're pants. If they're chaps, they have no ass. That's the point. Anyway, so assless, okay, and his boyfriend, his his sub because Captain not, Thong. How about Captain that? Thong? I like it, Captain <laughs> Thong. His his he's the top, obviously, and the little guy with him is the sub. Right. Not that I know anything about that. But anyway, um, and so they're chasing. He's the only, they're the only ones that survive, and then Max kills everybody. But where the fuck they come from? And then Max. Find some gas, the gas of his car, and he finds a truck, and yada, yada, yada. And then he drives a while longer, and he comes through to the gyro captain, is what I think what they call him, the crazy mm-hmm. guy. Bruce and then, they file, then he tells them where they're, they're making gas. Well, this seems like a pretty fucking long distance. So my question is, what's Captain Thong and these other guys doing all the way out there if everyone's trying to attack this compound? Yeah. And here's my other thing. If Captain S... Thong, or whatever his name is, and these other guys are with Max when he kills everybody, and Captain Thong then gets angry and rides off. They saw the same fucking truck. Did they not think that maybe these guys would try to Max is there, that they might not try to go back? Right. And get, I don't know. They, they saw the same fucking truck Max did. I know. They, well. And he got petrol or diesel for the truck and high octane. For the helicopter thing, the gyroscope to get to get to fly back to the heli the the truck. Remember, is that what it was for? He, he asked for high octane. Yeah, I remember that. Which I'm assuming is for the gyro. But then he fucking walked. I was like, why is he well, fucking walking? Well, he he. Well, they wouldn't give him his car because yeah. if he filled up his car and then take off, he might take off. So he held his car as ransom. I think is what they're yeah, saying. So he that, gets the fuel and he walks and finds Captain Gyroscope, and then they go to the helicopter. And then they fly out to the truck. So this is obviously some pretty long distance. So I don't get what the guys are there in the first place other than make sure a story, I guess. And then he drives the truck back. So I guess I was just too stupid to realize that Mad Max actually had a plan in that way to go get Captain Gyro. Well, remember, because he had him chained up yeah. right outside, so he was going to go walk over there, grab yeah. him. And then he goes up on top of the hill, sees he's not there, and he's like, shit. So then he starts following the trail, or he's dragging the log. 
catches up to him, makes him carry the fuel, which was great. Of course. And then they find the helicopter. You're right. So I guess that was a plan. See, here's the thing. I, I just am not considering Mad Max, albeit a complete fucking badass, not very smart. Because here's why. I'm talking about how idiot, how idiotic this uh, BDSM gang is True. hanging out in the middle of the wasteland. Mad Max, road, whatever, Mad Max never fucking leaves. He goes through this whole goddamn thing, fights everybody, flips the truck, blah, blah, blah. He stays. The rest of the people go off to paradise on the coast somewhere where they live a great, long, fruitful life. He stays in the fucking wasteland and drives around because, as we all know, there are sequels beyond the Road Warrior. So we know he stays in the wasteland. Why? He's a fucking idiot. I didn't realize he had a plan. He likes it there. He likes to torment himself, I guess. That's the only thing I can think of. He likes to torment himself. Self-loathing. But, you know, and that's that brings up something else. I'll throw it out now, is when he rolls the semi-truck and the BDSM gang pulls up and they see that all the fuel that was in the tanker was sand and like, oh, we got duped. And they just turn around and drive away. There was only four of them left, though. Well, here's the thing. Hold up, hold up. The truck is rolled over. There's nobody around except for Max and this kid at the end. Mm -hmm. There's four of them. That's still four on one. Four on two, four and a half on, or four on one and a half. The kid's only a half. There's still fuel in the truck. If they, yeah, if they. Why didn't they try to go get that fuel? The diesel? Yeah. You could do something with it. It doesn't seem like any of their shit runs on diesel. What the fuck's he run on? Good intention? Because they never seem gas it up. <laughs> but they're having all these fucking no, no, chases no. and stuff. No, it seems like all of their their vehicles run on uh, gasoline, not True. diesel. True. Because that, like you said, they saw that truck before. Why didn't they come back and get the diesel out of it that was just in the regular tanks? Mr. It's supposed to be empty. Captain Thong. It's supposed to be empty. Because remember, Max walks up and taps it. So that's the universal sign for it. Yep, it's empty. Oh, I mean, you don't look in. You just ding, ding. Yep, it's empty. Because he's he's so good, he could tap it and he could tell. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I saw him doing that, but I didn't. Yeah. But I guess I don't. He doesn't want to go with him. He wants to give the kid, which the kid apparently goes very easy all of a sudden with Captain Gyro, to go with the the group to the Great Northern Tribe. He just and wanted then, to ride on the helicopter. He's, yeah, he wanted to ride on the on the heli, and then Max jumps in the the former leader's car and mm-hmm. is never seen again. And they play thematic music. Right. So um, now a, a positive thing Max did do is when he was, when he found Captain Gyro and he told him where the fuel was and they pulled up on the hill, like an observation post, and he was watching to see what was going on. If you saw, he did throw some type of tarp camo type thing mm-hmm. over his car yeah. to camo it so you couldn't tell that it was a car. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty was good, good tactic. Yeah, that was good. I Instead of just like parking it behind a bush and thinking, ah, I'll never see it, you know, because yeah, sunlight or whatever. Yeah, he actually covered it to disguise it. So I thought that was that was a positive. Yeah, it was like one of those military camo nets. Yes, where they have the camo built in. Um, okay, so just a couple more strengths before we move on. Flexing montage definitely a strength from uh, what's his name? Humongous. Something humongous. Jason. It's- his flex, yeah, Jason, <laughs> Jason, humongous. His flexing montage, yes, was definitely a strength. When for five minutes he just like, yeah, stands just there and flex. flexes and kind of does almost like a, uh, 
Oh, a pose, a pose down. What are the couple of bodybuilders? Yeah, um, a pose off. Did he like? He's doing like his. Oh, he, is is over there? <laughs> is this guy right here? <laughs> is my truck? <laughs> that was great. I guess the strength of Max is his his for the most part, except for one. I'll get to it. His driving skills. Yeah, he's very good at the semi. He drives his car very well. At the beginning, he swerves in around a bunch of cars that were wrecked, and the other guys kind of hit him. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's able to whip it in and out because he's such a good driver. Yeah, which so, I, from the very beginning of the Mad Max series, that it, that was his thing. He was he was the interceptor, if you remember, yes. out of the gang of road warrior police officer whatever that the whatever first, that the was. first one was really fucking weird i had to skip it i With, thought about it briefly i was talking about that one but it was so out there i didn't even want to it's like this one was no this one's good but seriously yeah. when's the last time you saw the first one it's strange like this whole contrived police department they have of how they go out and chase people down is very odd but anyway one thing i did find interesting is i think the first one was late 70s like 79 Mm-hmm. For the very, very first Mad Max. And uh, I believe there was two of them. Two of the cars were like badass cars with like the superchargers and everything. Those were the interceptors. Now you fast forward. And I even believe they may have been Fords. I think they might have been Torinos. Falcons. Grand Torinos. You're, I'll Falcons? Say, I'll, I'll, listen, I don't know. You tell me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to nerd on you. It's actually a Ford Falcon. Really? A Falcon is an Australian-made car. It was made specifically for Australia. Gotcha. Like a sports car. It, it looks like a Torino. It's got a lot of features similar to it mm-hmm. because what Ford Australia. Oh God! What Ford Australia <laughs> did? <laughs> oh no, we're going they, down the rabbit is hole. Is they, they? I did a bunch of research because I had nothing better to do with my life. Apparently, is they copied some of the things from the American cars, like the Torino and other things. And uh-huh. they, they manufactured this car in Australia. It's it's when Ford had an Australian. Division, plant, yeah. branch, plant, whatever, and they would make cars specifically for Australia and Australia, and it's a Ford Falcon. Huh. Interesting. They do that in Europe, too. Okay. Ford has, like, some cars in Europe that look similar to some American Ford cars, but they're called something different, but it's all made by Ford. So that's that's, that's interesting. Yeah. So, so a, a Falcon. It's a Ford Falcon. But it is Ford. It is Ford. You, you are correct. forward to NLA. the Crown Vic series of police cars starting back in maybe, like, the early 90s, mm-hmm. and what do they call them? Police interceptors. interceptors. Boom. Yeah. Somebody watched Little Mad Max. Exactly. Except, kind of cool, though, how they how they brought it along. And, yeah. yeah. Even if they didn't mean it, I think they meant it. I think we'll take it that it. way. Yeah, they meant it. So, so anyway, that's just a side note about interceptors. Um, what were you, you were saying something. You were saying something. Oh, his driving skills. Mad Max's driving skills. For the enemy's weaknesses, I, for me, are we to that point yet? Or are we still? Uh, we could, yeah, we could just, I don't really care. Do you have more? Not strengths? really. Nothing, nothing, yeah. Uh, that's fine. Weaknesses. Uh, bicycle. Uh, a bicycle is definitely the <laughs> weakness of this apocalypse. <laughs> Fucking steal a bicycle or something. I don't know, roller skates. Something that doesn't take fuel. I mean, you know, I hate to say it. Defeated. I hate. <laughs> I hate to say it, but you know, a, a a bicycle is legitimately one of the most efficient modes of transportation without fuel, because for what you can 
the man, the uh, horse, not horsepower, but I guess person power that you put <laughs> into it, <laughs> you can get long distances farther and easier than you can. Uh, like even if you ride a horse, like a horse is faster in a gallop and a short, mm-hmm. like a cavalry. Like in a short charge, they're faster and more deadly, but for a long distance, uh, they're going to go faster and farther than a horse will, a bike. Yeah, I've heard that Could actually, you- that the efficiency of a bicycle is one of the most efficient uh, vehicles not powered by fuel. You know, for yeah. what you're putting in for, like mm-hmm. exerting yourself, if you're obviously not trying to go fast like uh, Tour de France or something like that, but if you're actually just trying to get from A to B, the amount of effort that put, is put into a bike to get from A to B compared to other things is the most efficient use of your power. As opposed yeah, to walking, distance running. Covered. D- distance, yes, for distance covered. Not speed, you're not going to get there faster, but you're going to get there more efficiently. Right. Could you imagine if this was all on bikes? Like Max is pedaling really fast, and Captain Ass Thong is chasing after him, and he's like, "I'm gonna get you." And that makes it so much better. And what if one of them had so one of those uh, incumbent bikes where you sit down yeah. like a gay dude? I mean, like a and you're pedaling with your feet, and you're you're driving it. It's got a little hatch on it. You know what? You've seen that one. Oh, I you have. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah you know what I'm talking town. about around yep. town. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, you, you know, that would be so much better movie. <laughs> that does make it so much better comedy. However, but hilarious, yes, hilarious. <laughs> um, I guess weaknesses. Um, clothes apparently are a weakness for the gang. <laughs> they, they apparently don't like clothes. Can't can't find clothes. Don't want them, but they find them. And then you have the people in the fort who are wrapped head to toe in in like a white light linen. Yeah, kinda. like a linen thing. They're wrapped head to toe. But then you have the marauder. Uh, gay bdsm gang they they can't find a fucking stitch of clothing to save their lives not if it covers just, certain parts i no. mean and and to be 100 percent, we're really serious what the fortress people what they did is actually for the most part for a desert sun-covered landscape like they're living in i've heard and read and i could be wrong because we're wrong about about everything is light-colored, loose-fitting clothing like they're wearing, like a linen and that type of stuff, is the best mm-hmm. for like a desert type. You want to cover everything, even though it's when it's hot out. You want to put on like a tank top and shorts, let's say, or whatever. Right. And that seems that's better. Worse. But if that's but under the sun, that's worse. So what they right. did, covering themselves. You know, a couple people had like a head covering, like a not like a turban, but like a wrap. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and that light-colored clothing, because it doesn't absorb the heat as much, and loose and flowy like that. That's actually what you should do. So if we're being for be legit for a little bit, they did the right thing in yeah, that they, case. they had a right. It, really, it seems like the people in the fort were the ones with the best, most thought-out plans all around. I mean, they had good defense for their fortress. I mean, shit, this whole game could not get in. That's pretty decent they, defense. They had, you know, tur- like turret-mounted uh, defense around the perimeter of the thing. They dressed properly. They were growing food. They had some small animals within the compound that they obviously were eating, pigs, some rabbits running around. I, shit, they probably could have stayed there and just sustained. They improvised flamethrowers. Yeah. Um, obviously, when they were trying to defend the truck, they had a napalm type thing. They had, you know, they would light the bottles and throw them. Mm-hmm. It was napalm. It was at least fuel based. Yeah, type. Of, I'll call it napalm, like Molotov cocktail. Yeah. Um, so they were using the resources they had, which is the gas. Obviously, they nobody had a gun except for uh, Jason, 
and uh, Max. Apparently, those are working firearms. Mm. Um, so they had crossbows or bow and arrows and flamethrowers. And Molotov or Molotov cocktails. But at least they were trying to use what they had. Um, I mean, I think they could have done a little bit better job. Like they had all that fuel. They could have made like a burning trench. Yeah. That or something. But good. they at least were trying to Fill put up the fences. Yes. They had flamethrowers. I mean, they, they had the right color clothing, the light, the right type and color clothing. They had Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson's all about making trenches, filling it with fuel, and lighting it on fire. He is. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, made that little segue uh, there. He, he, well, you know, unless, unless they're Jews and he hates them. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, but that, well, going back to the fucking crossbows and bow and arrows and shit that they're using, that drives me crazy. Why does depleted fossil fuel equal no more gunpowder? They acted like firearms or gunpowder-based firearms were obsolete and just non-existent in this apocalypse. Why? They did got, Fuel and gunpowder have nothing to do with each other. I would assume. That drove me nuts. I agree. I would assume, and again, I've never lived through an apocalypse, mm. but I would assume that fuels would deplete a lot quicker than ammunition. Yeah. And firearms. Yes, thank you. I would assume, because, and that's what, it's not the fact that everyone's walking around or they're on horses or they're on bikes <laughs> and they're, 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 and they find, holy shit, these people have fuel. And then they're out there trying to siege it like an old school castle with maybe a catapult and horses and whatever, crossbows, bows and arrows, because they've got fuel. I, you're you're going to run out of fuel, so Max is not going to be driving around in his car. The BDSM gang is not going to be chasing at the beginning, but no firearms. That's yeah. what you – know, and I'm okay with them maybe not using firearms. Maybe they have them, but their ammo's low, and they're using the crossbows and the flamethrowers, and they're saving the guns for maybe they're going to make a final push, and they're low on ammo, but nobody has. Mm-mm. All that Max has got a shotgun. Which with, with no, no ammo, yeah, with no ammo, until at one point he finds a shell that doesn't work, and then they have a which that gets into we get into weapons about that, but then a bag of or a little napkin or hanky full of shells for the end. But other than that, and then you got Jason Humongo who's got the uh, hunting pistol mm-hmm. because it's got the scope on it and a box of six bullets or whatever. Yeah. Which at that point, if that's all you have, yeah, you're not going to just have it. And with him, you could tell. With uh, flexing montage, you could tell that that that's all he had. That's what he was down to because he had it in that little case, and he was being very sparing with them. He just took the one round out for uh, oh, the first time the semi was coming through. He took it out, put one round round in it, took one shot to the radiator. Yes, um, and it wasn't until the end there, final push. He knew that the shit was going down. Then he loaded it with everything he had left, and he did that. So if the Fortress people had firearms. That should have been their time to do the final push. All right, guys, let's get out the few weapons that we have. Let's load the 12 rounds that we have left because this is it. Time to use it. Yes, but yeah. obviously they didn't because at the end, before when Max got injured, oh, God, and then the leader was walking around explaining the plan, the blonde dude, he had Max's 12-gauge, his his uh, double-barrel shotgun, and the ammo, and that was he was going to use that gun because obviously they had ammo but no gun. 
And that was the only gun they could find. Mm -hmm. So obviously, well, I know it's in Australia. I know guns in Australia were have been banned. I was thinking that too. So, but I don't think they were banned back when this movie was made. That see, I don't. I think they were banned in the '90s, and this was made in the '80s. That when it was, I think so. But I could be wrong. I'm I'm wrong all the time. But I mean, even if even if they're banned. Cops still have them. Yeah, they're going to be around. Military still has them. They're going to find ammo guns right. somewhere. Right. And, and be honest, if you found a gun, and even if you found a, a, a rifle and it had 20 rounds of ammo and you use it up, I'm not going to just throw it away. Hell no. It's going to have to get to a pretty extreme situation before I get rid of it, mm-hmm. assuming there's no ammo. I'm never going to find any more ammo. Yeah, especially if you've got a vehicle. Throw that shit in the back of the in the back seat or the trunk. Keep yeah, it. Yeah, they got cars. Keep it with Keep you. It. And then if you happen to find ammo or another yeah. gun, use that. Or Oh, shit. I got, I got ammo? Like mm-hmm. Max never got rid of his shotgun. Right. Why didn't these people have a few? If they had pistols and shotguns laying around, but nothing, no ammo. You you didn't see it. Mm-mm. Makes no existent. So really what? Let, let's, let's break this down. There was two firearms in this movie. Yes. Am I... Is that correct? I don't remember seeing another one. I don't remember seeing Max's anything shotgun. beyond the revolver and the double barrel shotgun. That's yes. it. Two firearms. Yep. Give me a fucking break. Uh, anyway. Yeah, and, I, and we don't know the timeline from the first movie to the end. Well, in the first movie, Max had a pistol, his police pistol. Well, he was a cop then. So that yeah, is- but when he t- but when he took off, he still had his pistol and his shotgun, mm-hmm. I believe. And then he went to the wasteland. And then here comes Mad Max 2. So are we saying he lost his revolver? He yeah. I guess he could have, but yeah. which, uh, he shouldn't have thrown it away. He didn't throw a shotgun away. We don't know what happened in between there. Hey, there's a there's a nice little prequel. That Mad Max 1 and a half. Mel Gibson could, yeah. Mel Gibson could Mel do? Mel Gibson needs some, needs some money. He hasn't been working a lot lately yeah, after he the just Jew directed, comments. Yes, he directed that movie, and now he's apparently back in good graces. Oh, he is? I, I don't know. The, the war movie. With the 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 failed Spider Man, Andrew Garfield, about the ob- objective. Uh, he he he's against war, but he's a medic, and he saves like eighty oh. people. Like uh, he plays a legit guy who was a hero. I mean, yeah, he was a conscious objector Hacks to the war. Ridge. That's what it is. Thank I you. haven't seen that. I haven't I seen. I it didn't either. know Mel Gibson directed. And he directed that. it. Yeah, I haven't oh. seen it. Interesting. Which listen, I'm not. That guy was brave and saved all his lives and ran into took gunfire to save people. And he's even though he was objected to war and killing, but he was still a hero in my book. Yeah, you know, yeah, he, for sure. Because he saved all those soldiers. So I'm not gonna, sure. I'm not bad mouthing that guy. You know, right? Well, I mean, even though people these days hate Mel Gibson, I don't give a shit. I love Mel Gibson. Oh, I, I love him. I, I've never not liked him. Yeah, he says Lethal some weapon, shit, but eh, whatever. Brave he's an actor. Oh, shit. Most I don't of care what he does. That's the thing. I don't care what they do in their personal lives. Make movie for me. Let me watch your movie. That's it. I don't hear this. I'm going to. Okay, I'm going off on a fucking. This, Do it. On a, uh, this is it. Stay here. On my soapbox. I don't go to fucking Taco Bell and wonder what the, the little rat in there making my taco. If w- what he does in his in his off time, I'm pretty sure he does heroin. Because I can tell by looking at him. At least we. But I don't care. Give me my taco. That's it. That's that's your job. Your job. 
right now is to provide me with the service because I'm paying for it. Give me my taco and let me go about my merry way, and I don't care about your personal life. I feel the same way about actors for the most part. Granted, there are some that rub me wrong where I'm like, I will never watch anything from that asshole again. But for the most part, I don't give a shit what they do in their personal lives. Makey movie, me watchy movie, I'm happy. That's it. I think too many people, and we're gonna. Well, I'll get on my little box, and we're going off a tangent. I think too many people, athletes, actors, they they want to hold them to this higher than normal standard, mm-hmm. where they expect them. Oh, they're such a nice guy and such a. Oh, they're not. You don't know these people. You don't know any of these people. You you can watch them score touchdowns or mm-hmm. or dunk baskets or hit home runs or. Fucking, you know, make super movies. You think, man, that dude, that chick, she's awesome. They're mm-hmm. awesome, whatever. And they, they can be pieces of shit. Right. Listen, as long as you're not fucking underage people. Yeah. Beating the shit out of people. Yeah. Killing people. Killing people. I, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Just say whatever you want. I say don't whatever care. you want. Your politics are not going to influence me yeah, in I'm any t- way listen. whatsoever. Say whatever you want. Say whatever you want. And I'm not saying they should don't have a right because people say, well, they're entertainers don't have a right to their opinion of politics. No, have your fucking opinion. I don't, yeah, but I don't care means. about it. I yeah. have my opinion. I don't need you to justify mine. Oh, yeah, we think the same. Or even if we think different, I don't need you. Oh, man, I can't watch so-and-so because they're political beliefs. I don't give a fuck. Yep. Now, if you're an ass hard and you, you piss me off for some reason because of whatever, all right, I might not watch your movies. But I don't care about your personal. I don't care. You fuck dudes. You fuck women. There's that's only two categories, right? Yes. So I don't care who you fuck. I don't care who what you do. That's your personal business. As long as it's consensual. As long as you're adults. And as long as you don't beat and kill people. Yeah. Fucking make me a movie. Entertain yes, me. Make exactly. Entertain, entertain me. Entertain me. Thank you. That's your job. That's all I want you to do. And and nobody can argue that Mel Mad Max Gibson. Cannot act or direct a awesome fucking movie. Yeah, I agree. Let him make fucking movies. Now that's okay. Going along with this, to be relative, let's let's say it. What we're saying is, we don't care what you do in this part of your life, but when it comes to doing your job and entertaining me, do it well. Now, if you get an actor that falls off the wagon and just starts to really make shit move, yes, then I will stop watching your movies because now the job that you're supposed to do, entertaining me, you're sucking at it. So now I'm going to stop watching you because you're not good at it anymore. It's, it's like uh, we're really going off on a tangent. We're way if, off. If, it, if it's like Bob at work and you're an accountant, whatever the fuck you do for your living, and he is an awesome somebody to work with. He does his job, works hard, whatever. But he's a shitty husband at home or whatever. Are you going to be like, one of my shittiest, maybe he doesn't spend time with his wife, right, he's right. lazy, doesn't take out the track, whatever. That doesn't affect you. I don't give a fuck. As yeah. long as when Bob shows up to work, he's cool to work with, and he does his job, why do I give a fuck? Same as what you're saying. Yep. Let actors I mean, act. Let the, This guy can act and direct. Yeah. I mean, I, all the movies that he's directed that I've seen, I haven't seen them all and acted in, and I've seen a lot of them, but not all of them. I, I'm, I think he's awesome. I love him. I think he's person. awesome. So, so let the Jew hater back to work. Yeah. <laughs> I don't hate Jews, but I like Matt. Matt yeah, we like Mel. Anyway. Anyway, so that's all to, to say we like Mel Gibson. That's all to say we like Mel Gibson. <laughs> I don't even know where we were now. I don't know. Uh, weaknesses. Oh, do they sunscreen? They must have a shit ton of sunscreen because fucking Flexo <laughs> is like naked. He's got his thong on. Exactly. He doesn't burn. Captain Ass Thong, his ass and shoulders, whatever, are burnt. Oh, you got the football pads on. What the fuck's that about? Uh, he doesn't burn. I was thinking the same thing. And not only that, 
it's not as if they have like a fucking deep ass Hawaiian tan going on either. They're all no, they're pretty white as fuck. Yeah, they're they're like a pretty medium toned skin. They're not super dark. Where you can tell they've been out in the sun and okay, now I have enough melanin in my skin that I don't have to worry about it. No, they're pretty light skinned and they're just cruising around with no clothing. Yeah. Which is all day out in the sun, Uh riding around, raping, whatever the fuck they're doing. Maybe there is no shortage of sunblock. There's there's no gunpowder and low on fuel. Low on fuel. But sunblock food. Is water, everywhere. but sunblock you can just find yeah. it everywhere. Yeah, hmm. I don't know. Uh, the only other weakness I have, other than a fucking bicycle, is pissing off Mad Max. Don't piss off Mad Max. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, well, the Mohawk guy had some crazy astro- acrobatics. What the fuck was that about? Like he flipped over the crossbow yes. guy. Yeah, he does jump from this to that. Twist. Yeah, I don't know what like, that was about. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, true weakness: tires. Because everything's vehicular mm. when they were, they were attacking, which was a good tactic. They were attacking the tires, mm-hmm. which was good because you take the tires out, vehicle can't run or, or crashes. And the other thing I would say is on Mad Max's car, and they probably didn't have them back then, is a lot of police cars, you now have a, like a push bumper, something to protect the front. At the beginning, he rams a vehicle, and he loses his front Completely bumper. destroys the front end, it's, yeah. So his headlights are gone. Wow. I know that seems like, oh, who gives a shit to your pockets? But if you're going to run at night yeah, and you're going to run at high desert. speeds, yeah. at high speeds, you still need to have – because obviously at the beginning, he he quickly maneuvers around those cars right. for the wrecks. So you got to see what's ahead of you. And there obviously could be debris. And that's proving that there is frequent vehicles wrecked in the roadway and debris. So Even if there's rocks on the road, if they're big sure. enough, he's got a lower vehicle. And, I mean, it's enough to go off-road, but it's a lower vehicle. And if he hits the rock just right and takes out his oil pan – He's fucked. Mm-hmm. And most vehicles have an oil pan on the very bottom of the engine. Yeah. I'm sure there, there might be some out there that, that don't. I'm not a mechanic. Humvee. Okay, Humvee. Other that, but are, but you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna tear that up. Another weakness of Mad Max is apparently he is the baddest driver in the wasteland. Except when he gets a full tank of gas, leaves the, con- <laughs> the fort... At, like, he's being chased to the point where he's got a guy on each side of him at the beginning, hits the brakes, so they shoot each other, and then outmaneuvers him. But this time, he leaves. He's got two full tanks. He's got those big tanks in the back, yeah. full of gas. Kicks on the blower, manifold intake. He's fucking flying. And this vehicle with the nitrous catches him. And he doesn't see it. And then they take that stovepipe or whatever thing, and they crush his windshield, and he crashes. Come on, really? Right. He freaking forgot how to drive. He sees him. You're telling me, yes, maybe they, maybe the NOS or the nitrous oxide is fast enough for them to catch him. Sure. It could be. He doesn't see that fucking shit coming and try to, and take some type of evasive action. Right. right. What happened to your tactics from before? I understand this was a plot twist to get him back to drive the fucking truck, but he should have, like, juked it, laid on the brakes, pitted him. This motherfucker is the drivingest motherfucker in the wasteland. And I'm being serious. Yeah, that's, the shit he could do. That's his thing. Is, that's his thing. That is his skill. Yeah. He is a, in Mad Max 1, they established he's a driving motherfucker. Yep. In Mad Max 2, he's a driving motherfucker until it counts. <laughs> and then, he's just not good under pressure, I he's guess. He's not good under pressure. He's not clutch. He is clutch, except for this. Uh, you're telling me that if he really wants to leave, he's so in his own head and worried about the little feral kid and all this other bullshit. That he's like, oh, I wonder what's going to... Oh, my God, they're there. Smash, crash, die. Not only that, he blazes right through the camp 
at like full throttle with open headers, right V eight. They establish it's a V eight interceptor. Yeah, right past the camp of uh, Captain Thong and everybody else. Why not take that? Th- just go the other way and idle your way out of there. And just drive away. They had have it's the dark at night. They weren't out looking for him. He could have drove away. They would have been none the wiser. He gets a couple miles away. Now open it up and drive and get the hell out of there. I'll put <sighs> it, here's the thing. Let's he 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 does that, which I agree should have gone the other direction. But let's say he goes through them. They're all starting from a stop. He's taking off at let's say he goes he, that car goes 150 miles an hour. I don't know how fucking fast it goes, but we'll say 150 because it sounds good. Yeah. He's going 150 fucking miles an hour. They're at a dead stop, jumping in, firing him up to accelerate. They should not have caught him. And even if they could, let's say that Nas will go 200 when they kick it in, and he and they could catch him. He can see that. He should be able to see that motherfucker coming mm-hmm. long before it gets there because he's the baddest driver in the wasteland, except for at this point. Yep. Uh, yeah. So that's a weakness. <laughs> Uh, well, <laughs> that he can't drive when it matters. Well, yeah, he can only drive when he needs to. And I will, but I, and yeah, that's a weakness. But to get off that, I will say I like the feral kid, not as like a character like he was cool, but because I think that was a semi accurate depiction hmm. of what some people may turn into hmm. in an yeah. apocalypse. Like, <laughs> grunting language isn't very developed yeah especially if he had been separated from whoever his because i don't think his bio parents were around if he had been separated and kind of been on his own for a while and then right. got hooked up with this group yeah definitely that was that was because if he was willing to jump in with max and take off and i'm not you know that was storyline but if his bio parents were there, his biological parents were there or even whatever he grew up with his parents to take care of him you know, two mommies, two daddies, mommy, daddy, whatever. Anyway, if they were with him growing up, then he's not going to leave them for this guy, no matter how. I right. mean, it is Mel Gibson, a.k.a. Mad Max. Yeah. But you're not going to just jump in a car right. with him and take off. Right. So obviously he's got nobody. So they found yeah. him. Other than the blonde, semi-hot girl that. The warrior that hated Max and liked Max? No, no, not the warrior chick. The like kind of ditzy blonde girl with oh, her hair up. Oh yeah, yeah, the captain's big, chick at the end. Yes, yeah, okay. At the end. She, you could tell she was kind of close with the feral kid because she was like hugging him and that. Trying to take scene. care of him. And, and stuff. Yeah, it seems like yeah. she was the one that took care of him. If I was a feral kid, I'm sorry, I would have stuck around for the blonde. Mad Max may be cool, but you know, pussy's pussy. Exactly. He's only got a few more years. That's right. Uh, I so got a shot. But instead, he let old Green Teeth take her. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know what? You bring it up. I had it down below. I'll throw it through now. Did everyone lose fucking toothbrushes? <laughs> they did. That's another thing. Because Max Gun had his pearly whites. Max had his pearly whites. Yeah. And this guy fucking never toothbrushed. Oh my god, it was ever? so bad. Or yeah. fucking rag, rub that shit. Just, I mean, yeah, something. Don't let it. Don't let it get an inch thick. That's all. Ugh. Oh yeah, that was a little bad. Hmm. Um, you got anything else? Blonde for... seemed to dig it though. Up. She was all about the gyro captain. Hey, maybe he's a tall, long dude. Maybe yeah. he's a tall, long dude. Right? And she's like, that's a big ass mm-hmm. cock. I'll take so, that. So, so does she become the gyro queen? In which case, I mean, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. <laughs> uh, Anything else for strength? Or no. God, no. 
Uh, well, oh, I mean, no. You know what? Here's a, here's a weakness or something I want to – here's – all right. When they take off in the fuel truck. Yeah. Um, on the back of the truck is the uh, handicapped, I don't know what you call him, the mechanic guy yeah, with yeah. no legs. Yes. And he's throwing the Molotovs. he got the crossbow, blah, blah, blah. They are taking the fuel. Spoiler, they didn't put the fuel in the fuel truck. They put it in fuel cans, hit it in the other vehicles, and took off. Mm-hmm. Now, they're using those vehicles to get to where they want to go. What happens if those vehicles break down? They took a guy with <laughs> invaluable skills Fucking because they drove, they drove the semi-truck in, and he's like, what's wrong with it? And he's listing off all these things that are wrong. 24 hours fixed, 12. Okay. This guy is a skilled fucking mechanic. Legs or no legs that yeah. are functioning. This guy's a fucking asset. In a land where vehicles seem to be the number one uh, commodity, yes. Even if they're not going to use vehicles once they get to where they're going, they need them to get there. Yes. This guy can apparently fix the fuck out of anything. Mm -hmm. This guy's a a man. This guy's a mechanic master. I don't care if he walks or not. I'm like, you are not getting on that bullshit truck full of sand. You're going with these other eight vehicles in case they break down. Right. I, we're not insulting your manhood because you can't walk. You're a fucking asset. Th- yeah. This would be the same as they have this fort, and you have a doctor, like a legit medical doctor who could do surgery. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they, they're like, oh, we have to defend the fort. Who can put on the front lines? And they hand the doctor a weapon and say, get up there and kill people. He's like, but, uh, but I am. And I, they got like 50 people. Yeah, like, no, right. no, no. Just get up there. No, you put him in the back. Right. And the only way he fights is a last resort. Same as this fucking mechanic. This guy is an asset and a half. Last resort. You're I'm right. not insulting I, him because he can't. I didn't even think about that. I'm not You're insulting this right. guy because he, he has no legs. He's a fucking mechanic. Right. And he fixed the shit out of that truck. And, they and had, he put a push bumper on it. And and look at all the people that, that, that went north, I guess it would have been, in the bus and in all those other vehicles. Pluck one of those assholes. Give him a crossbow and a Molotov. Hell, he would have been more functional anyway. True, because I mean, yeah. because when he dropped the gas on his legs, a uh, functioning guy could have got up and went, ooh, ha, ha, ooh, ha, pat that shit on my back. Okay, <laughs> instead of just sitting there going, oh, shit, now my hands are on fire. Fuck. Uh, I mean. True. Yeah. But, I mean, this guy is an asset and a half. Again, I'm going to repeat it. You do not let this guy fight until it is the last resort. Especially knowing, okay, so this was obviously a decision of the leader. Also a decision of the leader, the blonde-haired uh, Mick Jagger look like Mick Jagger, blonde yeah. Mick Jagger, Blagging blonde Mick Jagger. Um, so blonde Mick Jagger, it was obviously his grand master plan to fill the thing full of sand and use it as a decoy. Great idea. That was actually a good idea. I'll give him that. And therefore, it was his also his decision to say, and mechanic, our number one uh, asset. Let's throw you on the truck too, because that makes fucking sense. As a matter of fact, let's also put our best warrior. Uh, Blonzina, I'm just gonna. That's what everybody's gonna be. <laughs> Zena, Blonzina, Blonde Blonzina, the Warrior Princess, and let's let's throw all of our best assets, best warrior, everyone, throw them on that truck that we know is a damned mission going to hell. No, if I'm sending a decoy vehicle out into the wasteland with this asshole that I don't like because he threatens my authority and manhood and leadership. Mad Max. I'm going to put him in there. Yeah, because I want him gone. You get in the truck and drive the hell out of here. Hopefully they kill you. I don't like you anyway. Go. Sure, I'm going to send him. And then I'm going to be like, now, what other... The guy on the back of the truck... Can we get to throw was on ...was the guy here? that argued with Blonde McJagger. So, 
Like, oh, so, so he, I was, get, he was going. We, we know why he's, he's, he's going. going. But there has to be somebody else. Mechanic guy? No. Asset, don't send no. him. Blonde Xena? Nope. Whoa, 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 whoa. The only thing I think of is Blonde McJagger, but trying to hit that for years or months or how long they've been together, and she keeps saying no. He's like, you know what? Go oh. defend the truck. <laughs> Go defend the fucking truck. <laughs> or maybe that was his wife. Go defend the that truck. Makes Go to the truck. Get on the truck. Get on the truck. You're, you're, but, this but, is your, you're the best warrior yeah, we got. The best this is we a need job you. For you. And she's like, oh, it's okay. A damned mission, and you'll probably die. No, get on the no, truck. no. Get on the truck. I'll be there next year in another car. Yeah. I'm there with you. Which, another bad part of his plan. Why go into the violent maelstrom that is happening around the truck and say, and just pull up that so and wave? Hi, yeah, I'm just here to see how bad you're feeling. Oh, fuck, tried it in the back. Here's my thing. He pulls up, and I think he was trying to tell him, hey, it's over. It's a decoy. I, I, I don't, or no, he's trying to grab the kid. Or I don't know what he's trying to do. He was trying to get the kid. Here's my thing. How do you drive? Do you drive like an old person hunched over the wheel where your back's exposed? Do you drive upright like a normal person, or do you lean back gangster style? Two of the three, you're not getting a trident in the back. In the back, <laughs> the only way you're the getting only it. way is if you're lean forward like, like an old man. Yeah. The whole time you see him driving, he's lean back, not gangster style like you know pimping, but he's up on it driving normal yeah, like normal. a NASCAR guy. All of a sudden, he's like. I hope I can lean forward enough for him to throw a trident in my back. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. Uh-huh. Uh, and the people on the truck. Fucking ridiculous. There's got to be a Bob around somewhere. Find Bob. Bob, get on the truck. Yes. I never liked you. Bob. Weak. Nobody likes Bob. Nobody likes Bob. Bob, get on the truck. Bob, get on the truck. All right. Uh, our survival basics, air, water, food, shelter. Uh, air is not contaminated unless... I think they mentioned about some nuclear explosions, blah, blah, blah. I guess there could be, a, there might be a contaminated area, but in the area they're in, yeah, it appears breathable, appears fine. And not only that, I actually put that it's probably better than the air is now currently because there's no pollution or very little pollution. There's less pollution. Because of less vehicles and everything else. So the air is actually, the air quality is better than what we have today. So good for them. Good air, for them. Air is good. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're good on that. Water. Um, they don't ever really show it. Thank you. But it's scarce. Thank it's you. It's got to be scarce. You You're s- in a desert environment. You said almost exactly what I have written. I wrote, seems scarce, but they don't talk about it. Or drink it. They don't bring it up. Yeah, I don't ever think I see anybody drinking it. It's a good point. They're in a desert, but nobody seems to drink water, ever. Yeah. Same know. with food. Scarce. Uh, scarce. Not really discussed too much, because other than when... Max eats the dog food. Yeah, eating the dog food. Which, right. I know you're thinking, oh, that's gross, but... Hey, it's food. Food is food, and yeah. you get to that point, you're going to eat what right. you got. And that does illustrate that food is scarce, the fact yes. that he's having to eat out of a can dog, dog food. food. So, yeah. And he had a can opener. I mean, I think I wrote that down. Nah, but anyway, we brought it before. A can before. opener. Can opener. can opener in your keychain. Uh, food... At the beginning in the monologue describing why they're in this, they do mention a bring up again cannibalism that they some people mm-hmm. resort to cannibalism. Yeah. So man eating man. Man eating is man. what they said. Yeah. yeah, something like that. But and that there's the thing, you never see the BDSM gang, the the rape hawks, what are they eating? They don't show me I guess that's mundane, but you know Apparently they're eating dick. <laughs> Judging by the way they're dressed. Obviously, <laughs> the Mohawk guy's buddy on the back of the bike is definitely eating oh, dick. Oh, for sure. Like, tons of for dick. Sure. Yeah. Like, dick all day. The, Bee- the cousin of the Bee Gees back there. Yes, like, he's getting so much dick. 
shelter. Um, a bunker. Or their compound, their fort. They, they have a was fort. Um, like a, a castle slash compound. And put, you're, high, you're still, but you're at risk to raiders. Because mm-hmm. obviously they can see it. Like, hey, what do they got? Let's go get it. So fortifications. Um, a bunker would be good. Again, mm-hmm. underground. Always. But then again, here's the only thing I'll say on this one. We don't have a timeline. We don't know how long from things initially broke down to the point they're at in this apocalypse. So depending on what you have in your bunker, wherever you're staying, if you're running out of supplies, you may have to resort to leaving it. Like if you've got a year of supplies, let's say, and yeah. you're in a semi-safe bunker type or you're in a rural area and you're untouched for nine, ten months, but you don't have any resources to grow food or anything like that, what are you going to do when you start hitting that one month left to go? Do you venture out? You're going to have to. Otherwise, you're going to die. So a bunker is good, but depending on how much stuff you have. Mm-hmm. Um, I put for the fort, I think they should have had more booty traps. And I say booty traps. Booby traps. Booty booty traps. Booty Bo- traps. Booby traps. Are you sure? That's what I said. Booty traps. That's what I said. Booty traps. <laughs> Obviously, the BDSM gang had some Booty trap. We won't get into that. Um, but, I mean, you think they could have put up something, some tripwires. Some... They did booty trap the fort. It blew up at the end, which was kind of, you know, a good idea. I, I have to interject real quick into the, I know we're on shelter, but you're talking about booty and the gang. So, of the entire gang, I see one female. When the tent gets ripped open from the semi truck and that one dude and the and the girls and oh the yeah, just I didn't see any females. One female, so they when the fort at some point towards the middle of the movie. Oh, it's when uh, Mad Max is still up in the hill observing. They cast out a bunch of vehicles going to do something. Oh, they're going to look for a vehicle that can pull the tanker. Is what they're doing. They wreck one, and it has a man and woman in it. They shoot the guy with a couple crossbows. That ends up being Mad Max's in to get back into the compound. But then the woman, they strip her and rape her. And then they put a crossbow in her. Fucking why? Take that bitch with you. They took off of one of the other vehicles. Remember, they chased down one of the other vehicles, too? Yeah. And they took those two guys, mm-hmm. and they strapped them to the front of Flexo's yeah. vehicle yeah. as prisoners to show them. Right. Right. You have a very good terror, point. Terror Listen, I am yeah. not advocating kidnap and rape, but if they're obviously bad dudes. Of course, yeah, right. But why wouldn't they take this chick right. and chain her up? Right, and, and make take her, her a sex slave like the like I'm sure the one female that we saw well, was. Well, we don't know how many hetero guys there are. Yeah. There's obviously a lot of gay dudes. Well, that's just supporting the fact that it's definitely a, a dick-eating gang. It's definitely. <laughs> listen. Captain Mohawk, Astong, and his buddy, all about the dick. They're yeah. both all about the dick. Yes. Which, that's the, the Flexo, he chokes the shit out of uh, Captain Mohawk. He seems like he's all about that guy. Yeah, he was. That he was, was kind of cuddling him when he was right, choking him. I right. think it he's all about the choke. Now, was, uh, now obviously, Humongo is the super top. I think that he don't take it. He just he doesn't pitch yes. or he doesn't catch. He pitches all, all the, the time. time. Yeah, all but the I time. think he likes to. He don't pitch to women. I think he pitches to dudes. I would so agree. This may be again. I'm not judging, but this may be like a big old homo. Except for this one couple people. Maybe that's why they stay in the wasteland. Maybe in Australia, 
they're just not not as accepting to the gay culture. So you get this band of gay guys, and they have to go out into the wasteland to be accepted. It was it was the eighties. I mean, you know, yeah, it, it was harder to be gay. It was back it was then. definitely harder to be gay. Back so then. I mean, let's see. What I think they're onto something there. That's why they're out in the wasteland. It could be. So anyway, shelter. I had to go off on that. Why not? Why not take the woman and uh, make her a sex slave? You do have a point. Nineteen eighty one is made in nineteen eighty one. Yeah. So obviously, it's not like nowadays where you're like, oh, you're gay, cool, no problem. You know what I mean? At least right. in America. I mean, right. if some guy I work with is gay or some yeah, whatever woman, okay, whatever. Yeah, I don't care. care. What you do in your do private your, life, do is- your accounting work. Back to what we were saying earlier. You're a good accountant. You're cool to hang out with. I don't care. What I don't you care do at what home. you do at home in your private in the in the sanctity of your home. Knock yourself out. As long as again, I do consenting adults. What you guys do, none of your business. It's like I don't want you to know what I do in my bedroom with you know consent consensually with an adult. Yes. None of you or by myself. Anyway, but you know, <laughs> usually, of, by usually by myself, but none of your damn business. So yeah, all right, shelter. That's uh, oh, part of what I had for shelter is his car. I mean. He's in the desert. It's not going to get super cold. You just fucking roll your windows up, sleep with your shotgun on your chest. Yeah, for for Mad Max, I think his shelter was his car. I don't remember from the first film, but the second film, I think what he did that was actually pretty smart was he ripped out all the seats. Yeah. Like, all he had was his one seat for him, because that's mm-hmm. all he needs. Right. And everything else is open space, which yep. is a good idea, because he can use it to store stuff. Mm-hmm. You're, you're maximizing your space, because he doesn't have a trunk, because he... Rip the trunk out and put the big fuel tanks in, which, again, if you're going to drive everywhere, you want the more fuel, the better. So I think that was a great plan. Yep. Um, And you're stripped out. You don't need those other seats. So you can sleep back there. The dog will be back there. You can throw food and whatever. So if you're going to drive around in that car all day, all night, or however he's living out of that car, he did maximize what he had on fuel storage and storage and room to sleep and all that. So he... That was a pretty good idea. Yeah, his car was definitely badass and very well And fitted. he is even smart enough to booty trap the fuel. Yes. So, I mean, he was, again, thinking, so that was pretty good. So his shelter was a car. And so in this world, apparently, either a fort that's going to get assaulted or you're going to drive everywhere. So driving skills. Work on your driving skills, <laughs> I guess, if you're going to go into this apartment. You're usually telling people to stay fit. This uh, for this one, work on your driving skills. That's apparently your, fit doesn't matter. Home. Nobody nobody really runs, or I guess the the ass thong captain mohawk guy does a film flips and jumps and stuff. Yeah. But acrobatics is for the most part. Eh, you don't even, you're going to get thin anyway. What's his no food doing? Is he just fucking bench pressing his his uh, his death buggy? I mean, I don't what know, is that man. But that dude's fucking jacked, yeah, right? And again, this is back in the well. I guess bodybuilding was pretty big in the eighties. Bodybuilding was big because yeah. Arnold was yeah, big that's right. That's right. Here, yeah, I mean, where's he get all that protein? <laughs> God, I'm not well, I think I just I'm thought of where he might be getting all one. that protein. I am not going Listen, there. <laughs> I'm in charge. I'm the top, but, but boys, I, I need some protein. <laughs> Will you want to find some food? No. Nah. <laughs> I know where I can get it. I'm going to throw this out here. This gang seems awfully rapey about banging, and, and maybe this is just me, but after a long, hard day of work and stuff, sometimes I'm just too tired. And maybe that sounds bad. But, I mean, you're, you're trying to survive the apocalypse. Do you really want to rape all that much? They seem awfully yeah. preoccupied with fucking. I mean, I'm not saying I don't like to fuck, but 
Some days I'm too tired. You know, and, I'm old. And then you think about rape, and that's that's, that's got to be extra work. I don't know, but I'm just thinking that that's some extra work because that woman was a little bit resistant. Yes, she's not just like, oh, rape ah, me. Jeez. Anyway, yeah. Um, you got anything else? You want to go to weapons? <laughs> weapons. All right, we'll go to weapons. Weapons. Um, what fucking weapons? They they were obviously very primitive. They went back to bows, crossbows. Yeah, had knives. Um, a sword you could have if you had that. They didn't have any, but that wouldn't be bad. They again improvised flamethrowers, which was that was cool, creative. Yeah, they used the fuel for napalm, Molotov cocktails, which is cool. Um, the they had some air cannons on the BDSM gang. Yeah, like they used them great. to shoot the like the yeah, shoot the arrows off that some... that vehicle had like a four arrow air cannon pneumatic thing. Yeah. Now I'm gonna. I'm sorry, but this movie is a is a culprit. The Walking Dead, Daryl, he's a culprit. They constantly show crossbows so easy and so easy to reload. And like, handy, yeah. Like you shoot it and you just pull back on the thing with your fingers and you put go. another one and you're ready to go. Has anyone out there actually used a crossbow? Because if you have, you know where we're going right now. Or you don't have to use one. You go and watch. And if you like Apocalypse Mind, like guns. Remember Top Shot? That show Top oh, Shot? Oh, yeah. One of the seasons they had to use a crossbow as mm-hmm. a, as a uh, elimination challenge. That You have to use this. It's a cord with these hooks. Like, you just can't grab it with your fingers and pull it back. Right. you got to hook it. And you're talking now, whether you, what do you like to show or not? Everyone on the show mm-hmm. is either military, law enforcement, competitive shooter, so people that normally can handle stress, mm-hmm. you would think, to be in those type of fields or in those type of, of uh, sports, whatever. And they're fumbling and having trouble. Standing. Nobody's attacking them. No one's trying to hurt them. They're just trying to beat the guy next to them in a shooting challenge. So the stress is still there, but it's not like someone's trying to kill you. It's not life or death yeah, stress. It's not life or death. Worst case, worst case, you're going home. You lose. You lose. You don't get the money. You had a great time. Maybe you cry. Maybe you get pissed. But you go home to whatever life you had before. Yep. And these people are having trouble. Yeah. And now, so you're telling me that these people are having trouble. And now all of a sudden that these people, and they're just grabbing with their fingers and pulling back. No. You, no. Because the poundage on it is so great for, I mean, that's kind if of. If you want the arrow to do something. If yeah, you can pull right. back your fingers and you just want to shoot at somebody like, dink. It's just to annoy them. Like, what the right fuck is that? You might as well put a suction cup on the end of it. Yes. <laughs> and, and the old style crossbows, I think, had a crank. If I remember correctly, like like medieval might have yeah, had a crank, you crank right. it back. So basically, it's a long process. It's right. not easy. Like shoot, pull back, load. Yeah. Shoot, pull back. They may load. almost make it look like a fucking semi-automatic weapon. Like yes, yeah, and especially Daryl. D- yes, he's a fucking. That guy, I think I think he reloads it with his pinky. He just ready. He to just go. grabs it, pulls it back, like one arm, pulls it back, and then uh-huh. listen. He's he's ripped. All right, I get it, but he's he's still not fucking pulling not it back. Happening. They they've had to modify the action on that thing so that he's able to manually pull it back, which is fine. But when he shoots the fucking thing, it's gonna have the same kind of force, which means it's it's gonna bounce off the zombie head, <laughs> and the zombie like, I want to see it do them do that, and the zombie actually go, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like talk, like, what the fuck was that? Really? For the first time ever. For the first time, we're talking <laughs> zombies. zombies. What the fuck was that? So they're they're big. So that's uh, yeah. A bow and arrow is fast to reload, but it takes more skill. Yeah, definitely. Um, it depends on what type of bow. Are you talking like an old school recurve? Are you talking about compound? But. Yeah, I know I'm making fun of this movie 
using uh, crossbows and bow and arrows and no no firearms. But realistically, I'm a huge proponent of a bow and getting good with your bow and using your bow. Um, I'm all for having a bow around, especially for the apocalypse. Uh, I mean, I just have, have them around to hunt with, but you sh- should fucking know how to hunt. That should be part of your... Uh, apocalyptic skill set is hunting and knowing how to hunt and a bow doesn't get any better. So yeah, have bows. I agree. I think um, the Punisher movie with Thomas Jane, like 2008, at the end, he uses a bow Mm -hmm. to kill people quietly because he wants to kill a few guys outside and he gets rid of a handful of them without him even knowing he was there. That is, let's say this apocalypse and you still have guns, you still got some ammo, some guns. If you got a bow, and you can silently kill somebody with that thing. I mean, there's two guys, and they're not close enough together, and you can snipe them with a bow, and you're good with a bow. Yeah, it's good, great to have. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fucking quiet. It's if you learn how to use it. I mean, some of these professional bow guys can reload pretty fast. I mean, it does take skill. It's something you got to work at. Uh, how you pull it, all that stuff. But that's it's a good if you can use it. It's a good skill to have. Yeah. And it will kill just as quickly and efficiently as any bullet out there. I guarantee you. People, uh, people hunt with it. Yeah. I mean, they hunt animals. They'll take deer down. I mean, it'll mm-hmm. take. I think they've seen uh, take down like a moose. Oh yeah. So I mean, you're you're talking. It's a pretty powerful weapon. Use correctly, but you're not gonna pull a crossbow. And a crossbow will do the same thing, and it takes less skill because it's gun like. And I don't have a problem with that, but I think they need to be a little more realistic where they depict how difficult it is and time-consuming it is to set it on the ground, put your foot in that little stirrup, yeah. take the hooks, and then pull the fucking thing back. And they don't even show him using the stirrup, ever. No, he's they never using the stirrup. He's, he's holding back. it, like, he's holding yeah. one hand and pulling it to the other. I mean, professional guys have to stick their foot in that stirrup on the ground, pull it back. That's cool. I mean, if you want to or you want to get good with the crossbow, maybe you can... Set it down, stir up it, hook it, pull it up, and reload it in 20, 30 seconds. I don't know. I've never used a crossbow, but great. But at least show it. It's kind of realistic. Yeah. So, and the other thing is nobody uses a fucking ammo pouch. When Mad Max has got his shotgun shells. Oh, that pissed me he's off. He's got them in his hanky. I yeah. guess we can dry, we'll dry his tears when he runs out. <laughs> but he doesn't even take them and like, stick them in a pocket. Yeah, right. You know, Even like a vest pocket or a shirt pocket or something. Crotch them in your lap while you're driving for crying out loud. He, they, so they, they can fly everywhere. I mean, no, I, you're right. He's driving around with his little fucking like old lady hanky in his hand trying to pick them out and drop them into the tube. Horrible fucking plan. I mean, like... Um, I'm thinking of the, the term, but uh, little belt loop, not belt loops, but gun, bandolier. Bandolier or yeah. bullet loops. I like can get yeah. bullet loops for shotgun yeah. shells. So that would be ideal or yeah. a dump pouch or a pouch full of shells, but something where you can, they're all held in place. So normal jostling and driving, you're not throwing them out there, making the kid go grab. I mean, fuck, really? And especially Mad Max. He was who, a cop. At this point, his primary and really only weapon is the fucking double barrel shotgun in a uh, holster scabbard thing on the side of his leg, but he doesn't have anywhere to hold shells. Granted, I know he ran out of shells probably a while ago, but he had him at some point. Don't you think he would have something on his person to hold shells from back when he actually had ammunition? And here's the thing. He had a gun belt still. Yeah. And which is a good, I, th- I think if you don't have a gun belt, a gun belt is a good idea. In an apocalypse, I remember seeing there was some type of look like 
shovel or tomahawk type thing. There was like a handcuff pouch. Um, a couple other things were on it. Well, what's in the handcuff pouch? Hmm. Not handcuffs. And if they are, put them someplace else for for the time. You're not going to be handcuffing people when you're driving the vehicle. Maybe shove a couple shells in there or something. A pocket. He's got that jacket. You tell yeah, me there's no. He unzip something and cram. Even if you put two or three shells in one pocket and two or three in another, at least that way you're unzipping or unsnapping or velcroing, whatever. Pull out one or two, close it back up, boom, boom, shoot some motherfuckers, break it open. You're thinking, oh, that's going to add more time. Well, at least you're not losing your shit. But what do we know? But that, I mean, you know, and this isn't uh, what we're talking about right now is applicable to are, you know, very um, useless information that we try to pass on to our listener, uh, as we do sometimes. But so here comes useless information. Have a holster and have ammo pouches or magazine pouches. Yes. Seriously. Like you said, a gun belt is a great thing to have. Even if you have just like a uh, one of those nylock, nylon, whatever, web gear type belts that's got a holster with your, you know, Favorite gun. Hell, if you have more than one pistol, not everybody does, but if you have more than one pistol, dedicate a gun belt to a pistol and the magazines that go with it. Have a mag pouch or two, you know, a double or even maybe a couple double mag pouches on the web gear with a pistol that stays in that belt all the time. That's its place. That's its home. And just leave it there. If you can spare a pistol, put it in a gun belt and leave it there. And if you're going to use a shotgun, let's say you, you're a shotgunner, mm-hmm. and, and up close and up to certain you know range, a shotgun is a very effective it tool. Much it's, better. It's, it doesn't, for, for especially mid-range, mm-hmm. you know, 100 yards and in. That thing's fucking devastating. Uh, a cheap, they call them like um, dump, dump pouch. Yeah. That you, can, you can strap to that gun belt. Mm-hmm. You can, I don't know if you can tie it off your leg. Throw a bunch of shells in there. Even if you're fishing out shells and they're not exactly in the right position, they're backwards, you're not going to lose them when you're right. running around or you're driving or whatever because a gun without ammo because you just lost it all is fucking useless. Yeah, now it's a bat. It's a it's a bat. It just became a club. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and here you, you were out of ammo. You found one shitty shell on that dead guy by the, the gyroscope, and now you get handed... Six, eight, ten fucking shotgun shells. You you basically got just got handed a bag of gold and a hanky. Yeah, and you're gonna fucking just let them flop treat all over the like, place. Yeah, treat and this like guy it. was listen. He was a cop, so he knows about ammo and a gun. He's fucking been running the wastelands for however long. He knows how scarce this shit is because he's out of ammo. Right. I mean, he'd be better off fucking ingesting them and saying, <laughs> "When I shit them out, I'm gonna <laughs> shit I'm gonna sometime. shit them out sometime <laughs> and have them." I mean, at least he has them. <laughs> Right, yeah, you're you're right on all points. Horrible, horrible fucking plan to carry him around so haphazardly. Such a valuable fucking commodity. And yeah, you, you, we should have seen Mad Max get a fucking boner when he handed him that handful of that probably about ten shells. Yeah, that he he hasn't seen that for probably years. He was lucky to find that one. And yeah, it didn't work. he just got ten nice, fresh, working shells. Yeah. So anyway. All right. Uh, the four weapons you would take with you? you ready for that? Hmm. Handful of sand. Yeah, um, plenty of that. Uh, a wrist-mounted crossbow. Oh, of course. Chaps with a thong. Yes. <laughs> and what was the little... Oh, 
He had this is something that I love that Mad Max had one single open end box end wrench hanging from his vest. <laughs> what fuck? It. And not only that, not only that, but did you notice how shiny it was? It was very shiny. That thing was right out of a fucking snap on box. He found a snap on truck tr- crashed down he the road. Had to have, and he Maybe just, that's when asked. Ass Captain came upon him, and he's like, he's raiding the snap-on oh, truck, and they're like, he had to run. Oh, he had to run. Yeah, because he had just gotten that wrench. It was brand fucking new. Everything else in this apocalypse looks like it's 100 years old, except for his wrench. It was brand new. The only thing I anyway. will say with the wrench is I assumed, and you could, you could say it was stupid, I assumed it was for adjusting the brace, the knee brace, the leg oh, brace. Oh, I didn't even think of that. But so, other than that, why the fuck are you carrying a wrench around? On you, like I need this wrench. One, this wrench, wrench. (laughs) this wrench will save my life. I'm pretty sure an engine. I've I've worked on an engine here and there, and I'm pretty. I know that engines have more than one size of bolt on the entire engine, so you need more than one wrench. Anyway, uh, realistically, this one it just it would be your standards. Just you know, a multifunctional rifle, a pistol, um, a knife. What else for this one specifically? This specific apocalypse. A fucking flamethrower. No, because you want to save your fuel. You're for your saving vehicle. your fuel. Uh, unless you got a, a fort full of fuel. Unless you have a fort full of fuel. Well, if I had the fortress, I would definitely go flamethrower because that was badass. Yes. That was the best weapon in the whole thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, here's, maybe a sawed-off shotgun. Sure. Here's, here's what I say. Sawed-off shotgun. But, no offense, I don't want a double barrel. Take a Remington 870. The normal ones holds like three plus one. Mm-hmm. Chop the barrel. Again, um, ATF. I'm not yeah. advocating anyone do this. We this would the, never do this, this is the in a, uh, a republic. This is an apocalypse where there's no more laws. Yes. You go, pist- you go pistol grip on that bitch. You cut off the barrel. So now you got four, twice as much as the barrel shotgun. You don't have to break it open to reload. You rack it every time you reload. You mm-hmm. get one of those side saddles. It'll hold six. Mm-hmm. Now you got ten rounds in that thing. I like it, uh, and I like I like the shotgun along with the other weapons. I'm gonna say because you don't you don't have a magazine. It's all you just need your gun and you need your ammo. Because we're assuming that you know obviously weapons are scarce. 357 Magnum revolver, because again you don't need a magazine. Mm-hmm. You don't worry about keeping magazines. Yep. And you could shoot not only can you shoot 357 ammo, you could shoot 38 special ammo. Yep. Not as po- powerful, but it'll fit. You, so you got two types you can use. Mm-hmm. A, a, I'm going cowboy on you because I said revolver, a lever action rifle. Like a golden boy, like you, yeah, you know, yeah. like the old rifleman yeah, in yeah. 357 like Magnum. Henry. Okay. Because like, then you could get you interchangeable and 38s like will work. Yeah. And of course, my tomahawk. I love my fucking tomahawk. <laughs> tomahawk. I love that tomahawk. I just got, I'm just not, haven't gotten into it. Maybe I need to. Maybe I need to Maybe see yeah. what this is all about with your tomahawk thing. I like the tomahawk. <laughs> Uh, that's all I got for weapons. Miscellaneous, if you're ready. Um, binoculars. He does use binoculars Ooh, at one point, which call. is a good, again, a good call. A wide open wasteland like uh, that. And yeah. the the green teeth gyro captain has got like a pirate style. Yeah. Which anything you can have a monocular or what is, is that called? Monocular. A monocle. You know what I'm talking about? Like the pirate style. You Paris? No, not you, a periscope. You expand it yeah. and look out of it. I that would be fine. Binoculars. Called, yeah. Just something that you can anyway, see far yeah, off. Some sort of magnif- magnification. Because everything's wide glass. open. So if you see dust or something up ahead or a shape, you can stop. Mm-hmm. You pull out your binos or your 
ocular, your monocular, and you could say, oh, what the fuck is that? Yeah, that's great. Miscellaneous. Um, sunscreen, toothbrush. <laughs> Apparently you don't need it, or you do. Uh, medical supplies would be good. I Remember when Max brings back the dead guy, or he turns to be dead? They had an Ambu bag, and they were trying to rest, resuscitate yeah. him. So they obviously tried to keep some medical supplies. Yeah, yeah. So that's a good thing, if you can have some of those. Um that's really uh I have a miscellaneous weapon. Yeah. yeah. Snake. <laughs> <laughs> a venomous they snake. Did, they did use a snake. Yeah, a venomous snake. A it venom- worked out pretty well too. It did. It worked out very well. <laughs> My, what? Now I don't I'm not a snakeologist or whatever the professional term is. No idea. But I think when a snake that's poisonous bites you. Venomous. Whatever. Uh, again, you ingest poison. Venom is injected into you. They're venomous. So anyway, <laughs> so the BDS, so the BDSM gang was venomous because they're doing a lot of injecting. Oh, oh! anyway, nasty. Um, anyway, <laughs> it's not like a wasp or a bee. When it bites, you, it doesn't just die. True. Why the fuck did it die? Like the it killed that guy when they were going back with the fuel to get the the truck. Remember? And the snake was there dead. Yeah, no, it wasn't dead. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, no, he st- it was still alive. He picked it up and... Or he, well, he picked it up and he said, know. I'm going to eat it. I trained it. And the dog wanted it. And he was just flopping around like, I'm going to eat it. I trained it. So... You're right. I was assuming that was the same snake that he threw on the guy. It was. In but the vehicle. The, but the, I think the guy just, f- like, like... Just a, freaked out. Like a girl with a spider. Like, ah! Uh, oh, it's a snake! I mean, I didn't realize that. I thought the snake actually bit the guy when he threw it down on him. Well, if it was a venomous snake, and you're like, "You're my, but here, come here, buddy," it's not gonna. I don't care how much time you spend with it. It's not gonna crawl in your pocket and be yeah. like, "So you don't want me to bite you, but I can bite everybody else, right?" I mean, it's a fucking snake. It's not like yeah, a dog yeah, like you train. Not your girlfriend. Like Max's dog or your girlfriend. Yeah, you're not monogamous. <laughs> no, it's not like, hey man, I promise I will never bite you. Yeah. But everybody else, we're on the same team, man. I'll bite the shit out of them. Uh huh. But I, it was it was it was dead because he was gonna eat it. He's like, "I'm gonna eat it, my snake." And the dog wanted it. And he's fighting with the dog, not fighting the dog, but he's holding it up so the dog couldn't get yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, I remember that part. And it was floppy. I didn't realize that it was dead, but now looking back on it, yeah, I think you're right. I think maybe it was. Well, that was floppy. I will say this: he did. He bit the guy. And he shot his load. After I shoot my load, I'm fucking basically dead. I'm laying there <laughs> floppy. So maybe it's the same thing. I don't know. Yeah, he's he's just like passed oh. out. He's passed out. He's like, I shot my load. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I need a nap. I need a nap. <laughs> I need a sandwich, too. But <laughs> sandwich no and nap. I don't know. Like, that's what it is. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, that's all I had. you have anything else? <laughs> no, that's all I got. Uh, well, I guess we're back from our little hiatus. And uh, I- I'd like to set a thanks to uh, all the people that actually listen to this. Yeah. We don't know what's wrong with you, but thanks for listening. I'm surprised that we have so many listens so definitely thank you um i wouldn't listen to us but hey (laughs) if you want to admit that you listen to it and want to recommend it to other people i mean they may look at you strange but go for it we we would appreciate it as you can imagine they might not be your friend anymore you might lose friends but uh, hey we'll appreciate it (laughs) and maybe there's somebody that you're looking to get rid of as a friend maybe suggest this and that'll be what you need perfect tool uh but uh like us perfect tools and uh But we appreciate it, and uh, obviously we don't make money off of this. We just enjoy it for some reason, which tells you about us. No idea why. So, uh, but we will we'll put this out, and we'll have another one later in the week. 
are we uh nobody nobody responded nobody i didn't get an email, an email so, to yeah. see if they want us to tell them what the next one's so i am yeah, we'll just keep it i guess until somebody does we'll keep it a secret keep doing what we're doing yeah so um i guess we are on the social media we got a little we got twitter we got email i think i got a i got a yeah i got twitter and email and a facebook i don't know what they are if anyone really wants to know email me the apocalypse survival guide at yahoo.com obviously you guys are so hot and heavy on emailing because nobody's emailed <laughs> us but uh it's there in case maybe you want they to don't use email anymore i mean we're fucking old so maybe email is not the thing anymore maybe we need to give them some other outlet what's the what's the facebook page uh i've heard of facebook but i don't i don't the, really the, know the book of faces yeah it's uh uh i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll find out. I'll talk to my tech support, what you and I'll find out what guys. it is. Yeah, if someone need, really wants our, to know, our social media expert that we have our so, on, yeah, on staff, on staff, an unpaid expert, yeah. um, and find out. Uh, we are on the Twitter at uh, it's at the survival s r v i v a l guide, and uh, I'm on there. If you want to get a hold of us, so uh, something probably or listen to it off of there, so thank you. Um, so we'll be back with uh, the letter G, and uh, unless you got something else, I think that'll do yeah, it. So, uh, all right, I'm Drew. I'm Frank. And uh, enjoy the apocalypse.